Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I am the host, Rick Fox, and today, well, let me tell a story first. So, obviously, this is the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, so Vertifor. There are so many people that I work with that come up to me or call me or I'm on a Zoom meeting, and they're like, hey, Rick, let me, dude, let me be on the podcast. Let me come be a guest on the podcast, and I have to say no, because all of you out there listening know that I try as hard as I can to get great information, great uh, in sort of direction for you, things that you can plug into your days and get better at your jobs or running your business. And that's what most people do. This person, this Vertiforian that's going to be on, I had to ask to come on the show because I knew she would have such incredible background, such incredible experience, and so much information for us as the new world is upon us. Sharmila Ray, thank you for being a guest on the VIP. Oh my goodness, Rick, you're making me blush. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like I, I, I get excited about guests and I get, and I get like, I do get a lot of people, even random people on LinkedIn that are like, love to be on the show. It's like, I want to deliver content to people that they can use. And that's why I'm excited about this. So let me do the quick, real intro. Sharmila Ray, she is, for the last just about a year, been running all of the strategy for our carrier solutions at Vertifor, um, which when I heard that was happening, I was extremely excited. And as I give you this next little tidbit, you'll understand why. Sharmila has been doing this thing for a while, research. She was at McKinsey, Harrigan Botic. Like she knows her stuff. And we're going to get into the story that she has about something she did years ago and how it did and did not come to light today. So Sharmila uh, is here. We're going to kind of talk about what I want to talk about and why I think this will be great as, we, as it relates to obviously making sure this doesn't come off as an ad for Vertifor. That is not what this is. But as it relates to the industry and what agencies are doing today, where they're getting stuck in working on things and doing work that is taking more time, taking more energy, taking more effort, and not being as efficient as it can. That's kind of where we're going to go today. And that is mostly going to be as it relates to commercial lines. So commercial lines has always been the 47-page uh, application and repeat that shampoo rinse repeat for another carrier and the things that over the years and now we've got you know we've got players coming in that are trying to fix about fix things about that we are currently in the middle of some of that stuff but that's the teaser when we get there but where I want to start with Sharmila is kind of telling your give us a quick where you came from how you ended up here and then I want you to talk to me about that uh the paper from, from about five, the white paper that you wrote from about five years ago. So Sharmila, tell us your story. Sure. Um, so Rick, I spent the last, well, you know, I've been in the insurance industry for going on 18 or so years now. Uh, so your family, this, your family. Oh, my family. 
Um, no, no, you are family. That's what I mean. You are part <laughs> yes. of the insurance family. You are officially qualified. It's probably around 15 years when you hit that. When you hit that. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a couple of years, uh, um, I'll tell you a couple of things. I am privileged to be part of that family. And it's not an easy one to get into, right? Because your tenure has to be at least 15 years, right? For you to even qualify, um, given the average tenure of us insurance folks. So Mm -hmm. yes, thank you for accepting me. Um, uh, So I spent about 12 years in management consulting with McKinsey and Company before I joined Vertifor about three years ago. And as you mentioned in your intro, about a year ago, um, I took over kind of our carrier portfolio solutions and strategy. Um, While I was at McKinsey, I spent 90% of my time in insurance, the vast majority of that in property and casualty And during that tenure, I had the opportunity to focus a little bit on just research. And one of the things that I've always been fascinated by, and actually, if you go further into my background, I started at a consumer research firm, right? So Harrigan Bodic is a primary research firm doing qualitative, quantitative research. And so I came from that background of really getting under the hood of what consumers want and need, even though even if they can't really state or articulate those needs, right? That's kind of what's Mm -hmm. always been fascinating. And at McKinsey, I had the opportunity to lead a couple of big research projects, both in property and casualty and life insurance that were aimed at getting underneath the hood of what insurance consumers want and need. And so my first paper was in um, personal lines, actually personal auto, and you know consumer segments in that space and what they need and what their decision journey is. I then uh, was able to parlay that into the arena of small commercials. So um, roughly five years ago, small commercial was starting to see the beginnings of um, new business models, which at the time we were calling disruptive. So Hiscox was coming online with its direct-to-consumer offerings. Geico was starting to get into commercial auto, progressive, same thing, right? So we were starting to see kind of um, nibbles at the heels of some of these large established traditional commercial insurers and the traditional business model. And I decided I wanted to study a bit more kind of what consumers needed and whether or not this would parlay into anything bigger over time. And so um, Fast forward, you know, there was a six-month research project. We uh, both interviewed in person as well as surveyed uh, over 1,500 small commercial insurance buyers across the U.S. And we published a white paper, my colleagues and I, that looked at what was really needed from a consumer perspective, right? Agnostic of what technology existed or didn't exist you know, how did consumers of small commercial insurance really want to transact and buy insurance? And we found a couple of really, really interesting things, you know, and I'm happy to go into them unless you have a question. No, I I think that's great because I I, like when you were talking about the consumer part of what you you do, I think where we get caught a lot in this industry is thinking we know what our customers want. And I cannot tell you how many agencies and agency principals I've talked to that that say things and I, and I have to like, I'll use an example like, oh yeah, my, my, I don't, I don't email my customers. I call them all. And I, and I would say <laughs> something to the, to the tune of, 
have you asked them if that's what they want? Mm-hmm. So, so I, in this industry specifically, we, we have a mentality that we might know what we don't know. So I'm very interested. And I think mo- and our, all of our listeners are very interested for you to go deep, dig a little deeper there. Absolutely. So um, some interesting findings uh, included, you know, just to allude to what you just said, right? What we found was the vast majority of small commercial buyers, right, do interact with their agent, but very rarely in person, right? Mm -hmm. It's mostly over the phone, but they would do more digitally if they could, right? So while the number of interactions with their agent might be higher because there's always more going on with a business than there typically is in, you know, with our auto or our home. Um, The nature of those interactions are by and large, you know, digital or strongly preferred to be digital. Um, A couple of other really key findings in that paper were that customers, um, you know, there's roughly around a 20% kind of switching rate in small commercial and customers said i kind of set it and forget it because it's too hard to do anything else and i'm not really sure i'm getting the best deal but it's too much work to go through the process to find a better one um so that was one the second one is uh while 70 or so percent of customers said that they'd be interested in a direct option over 80 percent said if I could actually get a quote in real time, that would be like, oh my goodness, the heavens have opened and mm-hmm. you know, the, oh, yeah. like hallelujah type yes. thing. Um, and so, you know, we predicted at the time, I predicted, I'll take accountability, five years <laughs> ago that, um, you know, in five to 10 years that direct and pseudo direct, and by pseudo direct, I mean, companies like Insurion that are operating almost a kind of virtual storefront, right? But they've got, they're representing multiple carriers. So it's almost like the digital agent model Yep. um, would represent about 20 to 25% of small commercial premiums and 30 to 40% of small businesses in five to 10 years. Now, you know, jumping to the finish line, right? We're not there and we're not, we're getting close, but we're not there. And um, and I think that's good that's, news, right? I mean, that, that, that is kind of a, the original uh, predict, prediction is something that would be bad for the, the independent agents if it keeps growing. So the fact that we're not there means we're still doing something right, even though we need to make some adjustments. Is that a fair assessment? I think it's a great assessment, right? Okay. I think there's a couple of things at play here. One is the independent agent is much more critical to this process than anyone ever realized. And remember, this is also the time when, you know, some of these big firms and, you know, the pundits were saying, hey, the independent agent's going to be replaced or digitized. Right, or right, of the course. New, the new agent model is coming. I think- And hearing that one for a while. Exactly, right? And I think we've now come around to the point of view that they're here to stay. They perform a highly critical, you know, function in, the buying and selling of insurance, right? And that's not going to change because commercial insurance is complex, right? Mm-hmm. And these buyers are, you know, largely unsophisticated when it mm-hmm. comes to what they need. Um, and that's compounded by the fact, right, that most small commercial enterprises are sole proprietorships. These are guys right. that are just starting out, right, and don't have all the expertise. Um, I think the second side of it, though, is that the technology wasn't really there for change to happen at scale, right? 
-hmm. So, you know, for any massive transformation to happen, you need all of the pieces that connect the consumer, the end insured, to the agent, to the carrier, to connect seamlessly and provide an unobstructed pipe, if you will, yep. for, for data to really flow through and do so quickly and efficiently, such that, you know, to deliver what the customer wants, which is ultimately a real-time quote, right? And eventually maybe kind of a real-time quote and find experience. Now, the front end of that value chain didn't really exist. We built it in personal lines, right? Per personal lines comparative rating has been around for a long time. Yep. Mm -hmm. But commercial has been harder to tackle because there's so many variations, right? And so many risk classes and so many different questions that carriers ask. Um, so it was hard to get, you know, to streamline the front portion of it. And I think the second piece of it is if, it, if the front end doesn't connect to the back end carrier systems and the carriers don't have the capability to, tr to both accept and transmit the response in real time, then you don't really have an unobstructed pipe, right? That's what I was going to say. Like, I, I would, like if you're, I don't want to say it this way, but if you were placing blame on what has been the, the snail effect of this not moving as fast as we wanted, my, my gut says carriers and carriers ability to move at the pace that other either tech companies or even the agencies are ready to move at is that is that kind of where we're at or had where we have been and maybe that's the the, the thing that's tipping a little yes I didn't realize that it had finally started tipping I had all but given up hope that it was going to happen probably mm -hmm. a year ago and then a year ago, I started, when I started in this role and I started to get out there and have these conversations, thankfully, I had several of them in person before COVID hit us. Right, right. Um, I realized that carriers had been making investments, but they were a little cautious about talking about those investments because of how they might be perceived by their independent agency partners. But the reality is because you know, I, independent agents might perceive that as, hey, you're building the capabilities to eventually go direct, but that's not at all the case, right? The carriers are and have been over the past couple of years kind of developing the APIs in anticipation that change would happen, but taking their time because they didn't really see anyone taking leadership or ownership of that problem in the IA channel. And I think that's really that that right there to me is huge. I mean, that to mm -hmm. me feels like, like, you know, I, I've, I've always felt like in this industry, we've had to, when we want to make an adjustment, it's like turning a cruise ship that right there felt like a slalom course with a speedboat. Like, like if that, <laughs> as soon as that hits, mm -hmm. as soon as that capability is sort of sitting there, it, it, it changes the entire complexity of everything. And you're saying, we're we're on that doorstep are we right there i think we are really close That's because great. that is because awesome. what's been happening over the past couple of years right if you think about that pipe analogy mm -hmm. there has been an influx of investment into the insure tech space right so we've seen uh what is it um several like tens of millions of dollars being poured into insure tech, right? It's doubled over the past five years from what it's, it was. In, I think it's over 5 billion currently right it's now. Five it's billion. 5 it billion. 5 billion. Yeah. It was like 2.7 billion in 2015, right? Yeah. So yeah. 
we've almost doubled that investment and 45% of that investment is going into streamlining the quote to bind process, mm -hmm. mostly in commercial lines, right? Yep. So now what you have is this um, blossoming of new technology that's really tackling the, you know, the front end of this process and trying to simplify it for agencies. We're sitting in the middle, Vertifor is, with the agency management system and all of the connectivity solutions that connect into the carriers. The carriers are coming forward finally with their API capabilities that will allow them to connect into the IA channel. And now suddenly, and you know, obviously, yeah, the big agency management system players, that's included, are also building some of those front-end capabilities, right, to, to really have options for the independent agencies depending on what direction they want to take. If they want to go broker Buddha, great, right? That'll connect into the agency management system. If they want Vertifor soup to nuts, right? They, have, they now have that option or will soon. And all of that connects into the carrier's you know, front end, right? The, their quoting and rating systems such that now suddenly, whereas you didn't before, you have this pipe, right? And the more participants, both from the IA channel and the carrier side participate, all of a sudden you've got a marketplace for small commercial. So all of these components have been coming together and we're finally at the point where they all connect or can connect. And I think the result of that will be really exciting for the industry. Well, and okay, so, so great information, like, like from a level that most people are probably hopefully like, oh man, I didn't know that was that reason, or I didn't know that was happening behind the scenes or that that much of a, an emphasis had been put on the X, Y, or Z. I'm, I'm loving it and I'm excited. Like it gets, that's why, again, I, I knew what our topics were and I was excited that we were going to have these, this conversation. So so let's talk specifically about what that, what does that mean? What does that mean to me, an agency owner? What does that mean to me, a commercial lines manager in an agency and, and really kind of get down to the nuts and bolts. Cause you mentioned a couple of things. I mean, let's, 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 let's get some names out there. These are good companies, broker Buddha, bold penguin, uh, India, which was uh, acquired by applied. Mm -hmm. um, now what you're, adding to the mix there is Vertifor's own version of commercial line submissions and is bringing to it a, a different level of maybe connect connectivity with the mm -hmm. carriers based on the relationships that we have. I want to get there, but I want to start with just day to day. What, what does that mean to an agency? Like I, cause to, I think I know, but I want to hear from somebody much, much smarter than I am, uh, Sharmila, that, can tell me what that means to me if I'm an agency owner. Yeah, sure. So I think it's, a, it's really exciting, but at the same time can be a little bit um, murky, right? In terms of how you navigate all this change, because as I said, you know, billions of dollars are going into insure tech and then, for, you know, almost half of that going into streamlining quote and bind as an agency owner, you probably have, you know, at least a dozen different companies that have knocked on your door or reached out recently, you know, with, hey, I've got the next best thing and it's going to change your life and your employee experience. And that can be a little, you know, tricky and maybe overwhelming to navigate. And so to agency owners, I guess I would say the following. The, if you, you know, going back to this pipe analogy, 
the single most impactful thing that you can do to transform your employees experience and the experience of your customers, your clients, is to find the solution that really helps to connect all of the pieces, right? Because if you have a true end-to-end -end solution and you have a solution that provides a modern and intuitive interface to your employees, not only will you get adoption, right? You'll have happier employees. You'll have a, and the connectivity will allow your clients to get served faster and more effectively. Um, ultimately, you will drive down the cost of maintaining, growing, maintaining, and servicing your small commercial book, which has been, really been the challenge at the heart of this and why I think so many agencies, I didn't mention this earlier, Rick, but we started to build this because you, the agents, were coming to us and saying there has to be a better way, right? That's well, and, and I think if journey. dumb it down one level below that, what the problem is, is that I, I don't know if that $1,100 bot policy that I just wrote is worth the time. It's worth my energy, worth my staff's energy uh, for the amount of money that I'm going to make. How do I figure that out? And what you're saying is, it is, we're going to make it easy. And the part that's the most uh, time consuming inevitably ends up being the quoting process mm -hmm. and bang, 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 that's done. That, that changes the way you get to look at what business you can even write, which I think is extremely exciting. I've been thinking that about some of these other companies, but, but wh where I really want to go with this, I, I kind of want to make an, uh, an, so Back in the day, I'm mm -hmm. going to put on my old guy hat right here. My agency was, when we used personal lines comparative rating, it was, it was brand new. Mm -hmm. And it was not real time. And there were always mistakes. And you'd go to the website of the carrier after you did a quote, and it, was, it would miss a bunch. Now, that's a long time ago. But that took that process of even like our own product, PL, PLR, PL rating, getting it to a point where you knew it was going to work and you knew that like I had the, co I had the confidence within my agency to know that, or, you know, people have the confidence within their agency to know that I'm going to get the right quote. I'm going to use that quote. I'm going to bind that quote and I'm on to my next task. Mm -hmm. I think that's been the biggest sort of like when I'm out talking to people or, you know, now I'm zoom talking to people it's that same question. It's, well, what's the consistency going to be? Is it going to have all of my carriers? I think where maybe, tell me if I'm right or wrong. I don't, I think I know, but where our version of this, the Vertifor version, not only is it obviously seamlessly going to work if you are on an agency management system by Vertifor, but because of all of the stuff that, and maybe people don't know this, the carrier relationships that Vertifor has we can go down that path maybe faster than others could and more consistently and inevitably in a place where we're working more in hand in hand, more simpatico with those carriers. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Is that fair to say? A hundred percent. We've got over 300 carrier relationships that, um, you we know, didn't have to go get, we had them already we because of them things already. we're already doing with them, correct? And we have the relationships, not just broadly, right? We have the relationships specifically as it, you know, as it pertains to rating, 
we've gone through this journey before. They've worked with us, right? We've built up that business from, you know, from the ground up to be the leading personal lines comparative rating solution in the market. It didn't happen overnight to your point, and it wasn't without bumps in the road. And I think for agency owners and principals, my message would be one, make sure that you're not trying to piece a lot of different things together because unless these solutions fundamentally connect into the agency management system, which is the system of record for all of your customer data, it will always fall short of maximum kind of efficiency, right? Mm -hmm. So whether these companies are partners in our orange program or you want to use Vertifor soup to nuts, right? Make sure that you're solving that connectivity across the pipe, all the way from your customer to the, you know, to the CSR in your agencies who's putting that quote together to the carrier, right? And make sure that's as connected and with as few stakeholders as possible, preferably, right? Because it's yeah. less for you to manage. Yeah. The second thing I would say is get your carriers on board, right? Tell them, make them aware that this change is happening. And, you know, whatever solutions that you decide to use will only become more effective the more of your carrier partners are on this. I will tell you that while API development is happening on the carrier side, it's still very limited to a top handful of carriers. The vast majority of the market is still on this journey or still kind of in the early stages. Push them, right? Tell them you need this change. Um, nudge them along. And last but not least, I think, Rick, this is kind of squarely in your space. Um, if you are a smaller agency or part of an association, make the association aware because... Yeah, talk to you your know, network, talk to the association. Yep. Exactly. Talk to your association and make them aware of some of these solutions and see if they can kind of navigate some of the you know, abundance of options out there and narrow down to, you know, one or two solutions that can really help streamline this process and drive efficiency for the network. So it's you know, funny what you said right there, Sharmila, the second piece about, you know, the, the having conversations with your carrier. I was doing a, I was doing a presentation yesterday actually to uh, Vertifor Canada, uh, our team up in Canada and their user group. And I was talking about that is, I believe it's the responsibility of the agent the agency, and in the case of Canada, the broker, uh, to to have those conversations, to hold their carriers accountable. And I think mm -hmm. in a positive way, that's not a negative thing. That's a positive thing. I want to do more business with you. Make it easier for me to do business with you. Having those conversations at the carrier level is, is extremely important. I, I'm like, ha knowing what my staff went through at my agencies, to get quotes across the line to mm -hmm. turned into new business or into renewals. Um, these kinds of conversations make me really excited to just think that people in offices can spend less time on the, the, the minutia of it mm -hmm. and more time servicing people and having insurance conversations. That's and growing the business and growing the business, right? More yeah. time, more sales, more time, more retention, <laughs> right? I mean, it's awesome. Well, I, I say, is there anything like put a bow on it for me? Like, like what, what's the, you know, what's the next step for people? If they, this is intriguing, obviously I would always say, reach out to me and I will connect you to anybody that you need to be connected to, whether that's vertical or not. But, but from your perspective, Sharmila, what, what do people need to be either be doing or thinking about or reading to, to stay on this path and, and kind of forward their agencies? 
Yeah, I would say a couple of things. If you're interested in any of the research that I referenced, um, there's a couple of articles actually on my LinkedIn profile. One, um, one is the white paper that I referenced that I wrote mm -hmm. five years ago. And mm -hmm. also I published, subsequently published an article here at Vertifor just earlier this year talking about the retrospective, right? And why we haven't seen the change, a lot of what we talked about today and what I predict for the future. I think from a reading perspective, that's all good context. I think what um, companies need to be doing, both carriers and agencies right now, is figuring out how they're going to solve this problem, right? And yeah. really, you know, and really narrowing in on, you know, is, do I want to go with a Vertifor? Do I want to go with, you know, a one of these new insure techs and have it plug into the agency management system? What do I want to do? And I think the message here is uh, be open, right? Um, try to get in on the action because the action mm -hmm. is happening yep. with or without you. And, uh, and last but not least on the carrier side, if the carrier comes to you and says, hey, we're making investments and we're investing with X, Y, and Z, you know, Vertifor, Broker Buddha, what have you, and can you and I figure out how to do business a better way be responsive, right? Because yes. that will be the catalyst for change. And well, we all know that it's sorely needed in the market. Well, and I've said so many times, and what you just said resonates with my, my point. I always say that so many uh, people are, are in the mode of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It might be bent. It might, might be <laughs> about to break. So those agencies that are out there right now that are making the, or having these kind of thoughts, these kind of strategic decisions, they're the ones that are going to flourish. Uh, they're the ones that are going to be ahead of you. And they're the ones that are going to have people coming to them because they can do things faster than you can. I think that's the, that's the, the takeaway for me is just be faster. And this is how you do it. Um, Sharmila, thank you so much. This is really cool. Uh, what we'll do, if you happen to just be subscribed and you got this podcast, find my LinkedIn post that has this uh, episode or the Vertifor LinkedIn post that has it. And we'll link that, uh, that blog that you wrote in there as well. Um, and best way to get you if anyone wants to connect with you is, is LinkedIn, Sharmila? LinkedIn. Yeah. Yes. And Sharmila posts some good stuff on there and is, is, is a part of the, the family as we said, as we said earlier. So um, thanks for being on. We appreciate you. I'm excited to see where this goes. And like I said, I knew when you came on uh, in this role that it was it meant big things, and now we're starting to see those. So uh, thank you not only for being on the program, but thank you for just being Sharmila Ray. Thank you so much, and thank you for being Rick Fox. <laughs> <laughs> got to. Somebody's got to be Rick Fox, right? <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you listening. I'm humbled by all the great comments that I get and, and personal messages on LinkedIn. Be sure you're connected with me. Go to vertifor.com under the resources tab, go to podcasts and subscribe there as well because we do send out emails to our subscribers that have bonus content and other little goodies in there. So be a part of that as well. Don't forget to send me those direct messages if you can think of good guests we should have on or topics we should have on the rant. And we will see everybody next week. Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. 
Don't forget to join in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.